sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, ladies. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi, who also says hello to the ladies and gentlemen. I didn't say anything about gentlemen. Uh, this week, it's the, the episode everybody's been waiting for, I'm sure. We've gotten tons of emails about this. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell them what we're doing, Pat? We're doing Valentina versus Valentina. The Wedding Present album versus the Cinerama album. And we're not really following the rules of the show where it's not different eras, but that's okay. No. I just thought it was interesting because... It's super interesting that one guy would cover himself twice. Yeah. It's David Gedge is in both bands. Wedding Present goes back to the 90s. 80s, sorry. Early 80s, even. Um, Indie rock band. And then uh, he's got another band, Cinerama, that's more uh, pop, I guess, as compared to indie rock. And uh, so he did an album in 2012 with The Wedding Present, uh, Valentina, and then did basically the same album with Cinerama, but they're two wildly different styles of music. So it's kind of cool. It's fun. I, I just, do you know, know anything about the background, why you decided to do it? I have no idea. Um, it's, it's an odd choice. Wait, wait, which one came first? The Wedding Present? The Wedding Present, or... yeah. Yeah, the Cinerama just came out this year. So okay. A few months ago. Maybe he's like, I really like these songs, and this, this Wedding Present wasn't big enough. Let's do it again. Or maybe he was just like, I don't feel like writing any more songs. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other common members between the two bands, or is it just him? I don't know anymore. Um, I can't. I don't can't keep track of the lineups in in either group like it sounds like because uh, i know when when i first saw cinerama which was i guess probably 2000 um he was dating the uh the woman keyboardist in the band backup singer and then uh i guess they broke up and she left the band and it sounds like she might be back but i i haven't even really checked as usual we don't do our research on this show Why and should uh, we? Or oh, yeah, why should we? And and well, last time I saw the wedding present, I think he had the bass player for from Cinerama playing with the wedding present. So I don't know. Um, they might share some members, but basic basically, it's all he's running the show. So David Gedge, uh, kind of an acquired taste as a vocalist, although more with the wedding present than Cinerama. For some reason, he makes it work better for Cinerama. I feel like. Oh, I never. I thought I've always thought I've always liked the wedding present. I've always liked his voice. Oh, really? I, yeah. I mean, I've always liked the wedding present too, but uh, but his voice was always a little weird to me. It's very uh, distinctive. distinctive. Yeah. yeah, you can tell. I think a long time ago, I got a Cinerama song from you, and I was like, "Wait, this is just like the wedding present." And I'm, you know, I wasn't big into the wedding present. I just heard a couple of their albums and in, in the early '90s, but. It's 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 a voice that sticks with you. Yeah, yeah, kind of like uh, the dude from Midnight Oil or Michael Stipe. You can always tell him, or uh, you know, Mike Myers. Mike Myers, yeah, from from Halloween, not mm-hmm. the actor. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's what we're doing this week. So, uh, we were off last week because uh, of well, I mean, it was basically because of the holiday. It was also because I uh, totally flaked out and forgot all about this podcast for a week it was it was a blissful week i have to say yeah i was i was in a deep deep funk when i found that out but george clinton 
What? What about George Clinton? I was in his deep, deep funk. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's if you're going to be in a deep, deep funk, Clinton deep, deep funk's the one to be in. Uh, yeah, I mean, somebody did try to contact me about it, but maybe somebody wrote to my work email address instead of my home email address. Nevertheless, it was still my fault for forgetting about it. Most of us get our work email addresses 24-7 because we're dedicated workers. That's true, uh, and that's why I've been in the same uh, shitty job for 10 years, because I am not. I do not check my email, my work email at home, uh, nor do I check it at work. Anyway, the wedding present versus Cinerama. Uh, we'll get to it in a bit. I think it's going to... Let's, let's ramp up to it. I mean, it's such an exciting premise. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, everybody's been talking about both these albums for years. Yeah. For, uh, before before the Valentina wedding present album came out, it was it was, you know, in the press for two or three years. When's it going to come? Yeah, and then and then when is Cinerama going to cover this album? No, that was expected. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they didn't think they'd have to wait three years for it. No. He was teasing them, teasing everybody. Uh, I think next week we're. I don't know. He doesn't know it yet, but we might be doing something with Michael Morris. I guess we'll see. Oh yeah, I I guess I didn't know it either. No. None of us did. I know what we're doing with Michael Morris when he comes on now. Yeah. Listening to him mock us. So, the holidays, I guess we we got to eventually do this Dolly Parton holiday thing. But now that it's actually the holidays, I think... No, I don't want to do it yeah, during no, the holidays. No, we'll wait until, like, March. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. You do anything fun for the holidays? Well, there's a, the holiday that comes before the most famous holiday, in the, or maybe it's more famous now, on Star Wars Day is December 17th. Oh, that is exciting. You don't sound so excited. That's the uh, day of our company holiday party, and I'm DJing it this year, and I was uh, talking to Miriam, a uh, past guest of the show, about it, and she said she's not going because it's she's going to see the Star Wars movie. So, I'm not saying she's making the right choice. But I know you're not going to play any One Direction. Well, I am not going to play. Wait, it, it was was it One Direction? What? Yeah, that was the band, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I already can't remember. I'm like, is that really the band? Yeah, it was the band we talked about. Why One Direction though? There's five members. Well, they all decided they would go, and when they decided they wouldn't go in One Direction, Zane left. That's true. So it should be. Uh... It should be four fifth direction now. Yeah, well, they don't want to evoke that. Yeah, they don't want to sound like Islamophobes. Have Have you been putting together your list of what you're going to play, or are you just going to wing it when you get there? No, I'm not going to wing it. I'm I've been putting together a list, and then I'll I'll take requests or whatever. Maybe have if you I been, feel like it? Have you been uh, checking that list twice? Yeah, I've I uh, been trying to find out who's naughty and nice, but it's hard with songs. Yeah. I mean, there's not going to be any R. Kelly on there, so, or so you, or Chris Brown. So there's no nice. No, no nice. But you know that's the way it should be at a holiday party. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to get. That's kind of a late holiday party, isn't it? Or is that what, like our company has it on the um, the eleventh? I of, guess it's only of a June. Week. Yeah. Well, you're right. Well, for Saturnalia. Yeah. Well, and it's also much cheaper to rent a place in June. Yeah, it is pretty late. We seem to do that every year. 
pretty late. Um, we always do a Thursday night because it's so much cheaper than a Friday night, but then nobody wants to go in the next day. <laughs> um, Ours is in the afternoon. It's from 1 to 3, so it's... Does that like, even count as a holiday party? Well, it, why not? I don't know. That's like a Michael Scott type <laughs> money-saving thing. You have it just at the office? No, they they rent out like the top floor of some hotel, and we get to leave work early. I think that I I don't think I did. I think maybe that they had a holiday party that was after work. People just wouldn't show up, so this way people are going to show up. Well, people will generally show up for free drinks. That's true. I feel That's like yeah. it's nice that they're giving you a whole whopping two hours for your holiday party. Do they like hand out bonuses and shit at that? No, they have like. Just, uh, like an award ceremony of people who have worked there for oh the Dundees, it is <laughs> yes, exactly like Mifflin. Michael Scott. That reminds me of something I might recommend or I might not. But there's a new sh- uh, show on CBS called Superstore. Did you see? What is it show? called? Superstore. Superstore. It's a office comedy set in a Walmart type place, and I really thought it was funny. It's on CBS. NBC. NBC. Oh, okay. And then, uh, then it might not suck. Yeah. It has it has a pretty good cast. It has remember on Parks and Rec, Harris Whittles was the what was he the animal control guy. His partner's in the show and he's funny in it. And Mark McKinney from Kids in the Hall's in it. Oh shit! I don't remember America. I forgot her name from Ugly Betty. America Star- Ferrara. Yes, she's in it. Um. Oh no, sorry, Amerigo Vespucci. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's also in it. Oh well. I'll- I'll try to remit Superstore. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that movie uh, with uh, with uh, that dickhead comic, Dane Cook and uh, Jessica Alba. Was that who it was? I can't even remember. <laughs> was there a movie called Superstore? Well, they worked in like some Walmart thing. I don't know. I oh, never I actually saw it. So he made two shows where he was a worker at a kind of a minimum. Because he was in waiting. It was kind of the same idea. Was he? I thought that was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds was a star, but Dane Cook was the cook. Oh, I don't oh. I wonder what, if that's how he got casted. Is this like, well, your last name's Cook. You must be good at playing a cook. Probably. That's how Hollywood thinks. And then there's a sequel with Justin Long. Is there really? Yes. Waiting 2? The Search for Explode. Spock? What? Yeah. That, well, that sounds awful. I don't remember. I think I watched it. It was... Yeah, about what he expected. I like the first one, though. I like Ryan Reynolds. He's gonna be Deadpool. Yeah, and he's he's full he's full into it. He's on social media and everything else. I have no idea who Deadpool is, so I probably won't see it. Wait, you know Deadpool's the comic written by uh, No, Brian I know. Yeah, no, I know that, but I've never read any issues of Deadpool. Oh, like, okay. I don't know the character at all. I thought he was a villain, because his name is Deadpool. But, uh, yeah, that's the it's extent a, of my knowledge. It's, it's worth looking and reading some of the Brian Posehn books on Marvel Unlimited. I don't know a lot of it either, but I enjoy his writing. It's funny. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll probably see the movie. I don't know if I'll see it in the theaters or wait, but I like Ryan Reynolds, and I like the idea. So I wonder if Brian Posehn's involved in the movie. Probably not. Probably not, but he should be. But when you have these big blockbuster movies, they always want it to be their own thing. They never trust the comic book writers, which is a good a good theory when it's Frank Miller. But when it's good people, you should trust them. Yeah, I, I'm man. I'm really enjoying like 
well, I I enjoyed, I guess, because I finished the uh, Jessica Jones because it's so much darker than those movies. Like, those movies yeah. are so, you know, they're just, like, so lowest common denominator. They're made for, like, every single person in the world. Um, and and they, the Jessica Jones was so much better, I thought, than any of the Marvel movies. I think the movies are still good. They're just, they're just a different thing. But, um... The Daredevil show was pretty dark too. I think this it whole was. Netflix. It wasn't as ne- dark as Jessica Jones, but it well, was. Yeah. The comic Jessica Jones is very dark too. I don't know if you've, you've seen. Nope, that. I, I didn't think, even know who she was. I don't so. even think you can get it in Marvel Unlimited. And I'm not sure why, especially at this point that the show is out and the show is is relatively popular. I have not heard anyone say bad things about it so far. I've only seen a few of the episodes, not the whole thing yet, but it is good what I've seen. Yeah, man, Doctor Who is getting a lot of work these days. Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in You've Jessica met. Jones. Yes, who I have I have met. Shook his hand. I uh, I went with uh, our our old dead friend Betsy, and uh, she I wasn't mean, dead at the time. No, she was still alive somehow. Um, yeah, she got me into a meet and greet, and she gave them a present. And my my uh, entire talk with them was, I didn't bring you shit. <laughs> and he said, "That's all right." That's it. That was it. I think. I think maybe I said nice to meet you. And he said that's all right. Yeah. That's the extent of his non-singing vocabulary. It is. Yeah. He's. They've even got a song called "It's All Right." So I think. Yeah. He just modified that a little bit for his, his speech. Anyway. The. Uh, you think he's gay? No, dude. Come on. Sorry. He's no gayer than Freddie Mercury or George Michael. I don't know why these allegations are always thrown at these people. Rod Stewart. I saw there was a Rod Stewart like box set the other day at at some store, and I was like, "Who buys Rod Stewart shit?" Rod Stewart. Uh, maybe, maybe Rod Stewart buys it like as Christmas gifts for his family and his. Oh, no, he was a huge phenomenon at the time, and I'm, so I'm guessing people buy it as like nostalgia. I guess. Yeah, and British people liked them a lot. I never cared for him, but no, me either. Barry Manilow is is popular too, and I didn't care for him. Oh, speaking of not gay, most masculine man in music, Barry. You don't you don't meet a lot of Barrys in, in the seventies. Uh, you did. Yeah, that's true. Must have been a popular name in nineteen fifty five. Don't mean a lot of Gary's either. That's just a weird name, Gary. And it's Gary Barry, are you just just throwing anything airy under the bus? Yeah, you, you know? don't meet a, a lot of banana fanafo fairies. I mean, more than you do Gary's, but I just think Gary's a weird name, like for a baby. Like this is my baby Gary. It seems more like it's short for Gerhardt, right? I think I think it's short for uh, Gerald. Oh, maybe Gerhardt, if you, if they're, like, from the old country. Maybe, oh, who knows? Maybe it's short for Garibaldi. No, short for Garibaldi's Baldi. Oh, that's true, which is a good name for a baby. Mm-hmm, <laughs> a perfect name for some babies, except for those hairy babies. Yeah, those freakish hairy babies. You were probably hairy. Italian, right? Jeez, that's a little personal. Oh, as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Just in just underarm hair though. Yeah. 
Anyway, The Wedding Present versus Cinerama. Which song should we talk about first? Well, I say we go in order. Um, chronological order, that is. I mean, by the album, not by Wedding Present and then Cinerama. Well, we are going to, so we're going to mix the two songs so you can hear the differences between them. So we'll start with You're Dead, which is the first song on both albums. And uh, you can hear definitely hear the difference in, in these two, I feel like. I, yeah, I think it starts... I don't know if they're all as, as distinct as these two, as but stark, they're, yeah. they're very, very... Like, the, the Wedding Present version just starts off with, like, strong drums, and the, and the, the Cinerama one is, like, these little sweet little violins. It's very different songs, but yeah. the same song. But barely the same. I mean, you could you if you heard them both played together with, without knowing, you wouldn't even maybe recognize it was the same song. Oh, I think if like back to back, but if it's, time went by, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. yeah, maybe not. Yeah, probably back to back. You're right. Um, but yeah, it's it just starts out with these like kind of tribally drums almost, and then it's well, just like a lot of wedding present songs, you know, it kind of ramps up uh, to the chorus where it. Or it explodes. I don't know. You know, an old indie rock trick, I guess. But then, yeah, the Cinerama one is like, uh, well, cinematic is one way of putting it, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. It, it's kind of Burt Bacharach-ish. Yeah, it has the lounges, like, kind of, you're just sitting drinking, drinking, <laughs> drinking a drink while you listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, feeling pity for yourself. I don't know. Some of the songs, I think this one, I do like the Cinerama version better. Some of them, it's it's... There's neither album do I like better than the other. I think they're both a lot of fun, but some of the songs are just more outstanding in some version than another. I think this one definitely the, the Cinerama is is more is is the better song. More interesting. More interesting. Yeah, the the wedding presents just kind of I mean, I don't want to say by the numbers indie rock. It's just kind of you know, if you've heard, you know, that strain of indie rock, it's nothing that you haven't heard before. It's still good. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the Cinerama one is very it's it's got a lot more I don't know depth of feeling kind of to it I feel like and it's more sweeping you know and orchestral the arrangements a lot more interesting and also more uh, poppy yeah is that enough I... have we said enough about this goddamn song did you play it yet no all right here you can listen to both of them right here. your face
chest Your little hiding place I would never have guessed What a little cheat you are What a lie you turned out to be How we even got this far Is a mystery I know you're not destroyed So you can lose that friend You must know you just caught Me when my God was down When you asked me are we breaking up Already what the answer was And no, we won't be making up So we had a uh, we had another uh, mass shooting. I feel like every time we do an episode, there's a mass shooting, right? Well, there was that recent statistic that says since 2013, there's been one a week. Since we started. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, kind of makes me feel guilty. It makes me want to end the show, but eh, what's a few people here or there? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's kind of the price you pay for entertainment, I, I guess. But did you see well, that? Well, no one would call this show entertaining. That's true. It's the price you pay for um, for trying to deaden your senses while you're at work or the gym, and just remind yourself how superior you are to some people who have their own podcast. Uh, but did you see that dude from? Uh, God damn it, I can't remember what he worked for. Um, like some progressive site, but he like on Twitter like. All these, you know, like Ted Cruz and all these people saying our prayers are with, you know, the blah, 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 the victims. And he, like, showed how much each one got from the NRA and pro-gun lobbies. <laughs> it was fucking rad. And he, like, so he used their own posts, like, about it. And then he, he posted uh, how much money they'd received. And he, like, listed the top ten uh, candidates who received money from pro-gun lobbies and stuff who were, not surprisingly, all Republicans. I believe... Uh, Ben Carson was number one. Ted Cruz was number two. Now, I guess it's like everything else. I mean, the pro-gun lobby is made up of gun manufacturers. And gun, uh, let's say, enthusiasts, so we don't say gun nuts, I guess. Right, those are there, but I I just feel like there's... Well, the money is coming from the gun manufacturers, yes. I don't think that there'd be as strong of an outpouring of support for for anti against anti-gun laws if it weren't for all the money from the gun manufacturers no for sure and that's why i said on facebook i think we there should be some kind of counter uh lobby group but i just don't know how you raise the money for that you know who's gonna fund it i don't know you got bill gates and warren buffett who was it was it was the guy from the who was it that said that yeah bunk from the wire yeah yeah every blackmail between 1835 to join the NRA people's ideas would change or to or to uh, apply for open not, carry right yeah. not yeah not join the not join the NRA, but just a, get an open carry CW, yeah yep 
that yeah that would i thought that was great um but the problem with that is like you know they'd find reasons not to issue them open carry permits <laughs> so Ugh, it's it's everything's gross but it, it really is but the thing that bothers me the most about it is yeah it's a terrorist act this and this woman uh you know pledged fealty to isis or whatever but they're all terrorist attacks like let's not just call it a terrorist attack when isis is involved or or some jihadi group they're all they're terrorist all attacks terrorists. right no no the like the ones like the planned parenthood guy i would say that's a terrorist attack but i don't think the the crazed shooter that shoots up a school because he i don't know i don't even know why atlanta did that but i don't think he's not doing it to cause create terror in other people he's doing it because there's something wrong with them i don't have I, I wouldn't call that a terrorist attack i would, I call, would that. call a lot of the you're talking about the uh the shooting in uh, Sandy Hook, right? Yeah. But, definitely. but like a lot of these school shoot, like the the college shootings and stuff like that, I would call terrorist attacks because it's like some dude who got rejected by a woman or something, and and that's his way of paying people back. I mean, it's still, it still has to do with maybe mental illness, but also with entitlement and and just patriarchy. And I, I feel like that is like. Some of those are terrorist attacks. I guess, but I think that's just broadening what a terrorist attack is too widely. I think I guess you can call it a social social terrorist attack. He's trying to they're they're terrorizing women because they don't believe in how things have changed, and that's what that's what they're going for. But I think it's more about mental illness than anything else. I think the groups that are actually terrorizing people to, to cause terror, they're doing it to cause terror in the population are actual terrorist acts, and they're all reprehensible. There's right, right. Uh, I don't know. I think, yeah. But I mean, like, like people are talking about this, the 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 latest one, and well, you can call this a terrorist attack. Even the last one, they were called. Even Republicans are calling the last one terrorist attack. So that that tide has turned. They're starting to call them all. Which terrorist is good. Attacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very good. Their their hypocrisy has finally gotten to them. So you got Huckabee calling the. The Planned Parenthood shooter. You have idiots that say he did the right thing. Still, I don't know. I don't. I can't understand how they're so tone deaf. But the got people that are mostly idiotic, like Huckabee, at least saying intelligent things. Yeah, that's. I mean, and that's almost a miracle. <laughs> it really is. I, I, I think. I think it's. It's. In a way, I don't like to blame mental illness as much, just because. I mean, I know there are a lot of different forms of mental illness, but. But most people who are mentally ill do not go on shooting sprees. And, of course not, yeah. And a lot of these like these college shooters and high school shooters who are actually students, I think it's more just, like I said, entitlement in a way and, and just impotent rage, which I suppose is a form of mental illness. But I really think it's just like revenge on the world for not getting what they think is their due. You know? Yeah, I I think I'm just thinking that Sandy Hook guy. I didn't see. Yeah, him. no, he he was just a fucking nutcase for sure. Yeah, but I agree with you. The guy in Santa Barbara was definitely. It was just like a men's right. Right, right, exactly. That was a awful one. I don't even know whatever became of all. Like, did they figure more out about him, or was it just on the surface that's exactly what it was? Just a. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. I mean, you know, they always they just move on to the next mass shooting. Yeah, I don't have time to cool. do follow up. Yeah. I mean, the guy, in the, the guy in in South Carolina was certainly a terrorist act. Definitely a terrorist act. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, still alive somehow. 
Yeah, well, uh, well, he was a white guy arrested by white cops, so. Yeah, well, the guy in Santa Barbara, I don't, did he get he, killed by cops or by himself? I think he killed himself. I, see, I can't even remember. That's how, that's how fast the news cycle is nowadays. It was a while ago. Yeah. You've, you've been around. Um, yeah, I've been around the block a few times since then. Uh, anyway, let's, let's bring it on to Glad you brought up matters. something funny like that. Yeah, me too. Well, you know. I, I didn't even see Obama's response to this one. I assume he just like looked down at the ground, shook his head, and like dropped the mic. Oh, he said praise Allah. Oh, did he? Well, that was the other option. Yeah. Um, can he can't even pronounce Allah right? Such well, nobody can because he did, you're immediately struck, struck by lightning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's uh? Let's see. What's our next song? Cute. Meet Cute, which uh, you picked. I had picked uh, a different song originally, but I think this one's better than the one I picked. So I forget why I picked it. Um, oh, I know. One thing is the the Cinerama song kind of made me have a jangle, kind of an REM jangle. It does. It, ha- it has almost like a. It could work for like, as like a western, a modern western movie soundtrack, <laughs> like more lush western, like kind of Lee Hazelwood. It's got like the whistling in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then the wedding present version is just kind of like understated more until I like again until the chorus it, it ramps up a little but like it's more mood music I think yeah yeah I I like both versions again I, I think I like this wedding present song a lot better than um, you're dead yeah it's it's more uh more dynamic and more more mature sounding, I guess not, not just as straight ahead rock sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fuck it. I don't, I don't know what else to say about this. Uh, let's, play it. yeah, let's play it. Here's meet cute.
reference to his divorces, Stuart once was quoted as saying, instead of getting married again, I'm going to find a woman I don't like and just give her a house. Who? Who is this? Stuart? Mm-hmm. Smalley? Rod Stewart. Oh. I, I just went to his Wikipedia page and for some reason they decided to quote that. It was so important that they needed that out there. That's, uh, yeah, that's quite witty there, Rod. I don't know when he said it because if you look at his timeline, he's He's like never not been married. Yeah, he just he just hops from. Uh, oh, I see when he said it. I see when he must have said it. Between 1977 and 1979, he was not. No, that's before he got married at all. There's no time. Every oh, he was not married between between 2006 and 2007. He was not married. Oh, so he said it recently, which is even. I have no idea when yeah. he said it, but he has a kid named Aiden Patrick Stewart. I think if my name was Rod Stewart, I would name all of my kids Patrick, but that's because Patrick's such a great name. Yeah. Aiden? Come on. No, I'd cross that part out. Oh, yeah. What are you naming after Aiden Quinn? Uh, it's a boring actor. I didn't want to get sued. Oh, yeah. That's smart of him. Aiden Quinn's an actor I thought would be become more popular than he ever did. Well, he I didn't thought... have the charisma, dude. You think so? He had the yeah. acting chops, just not the charisma. Yeah, I do think so. What was the 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 Barry Levinson movie he was in. He was good in that. I Avalon. That's one you're thinking of. I yeah, think. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I guess you might be right about charisma or maybe he just didn't want to uh, do what the man said. So he just went to stage acting. Yeah. He went, he went his own way. He forged his own path. He took the road less traveled and uh, faded that, into obscurity as most people do. Well, he's not, he's actually in a, a weekly TV show now, so he's not that obscure. What what is he one of those NCIS shows or something? Elementary. Oh. He plays the Lestrade type character. Oh. That's weird that he plays that kind of character in a school about a uh grammar or a show about a grammar school. 
Well, you have to. It's like the the Morgan Freeman principle idea. Oh yeah, you yeah, that's true. You got to have gotta some intrigue. Heads with a bat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did Morgan Freeman break heads in that movie? He had a bat. He played that principal from Jersey City or wherever it yeah, was. Yeah, that's true. Who had a bat? Well, if I was a principal, I would open carry. And that would save everybody's life one day. Oh, uh, I thought you meant the book. You just open the book and say, just, I want to oh, talk carry? about Oh, Carrie? Yeah, I would. I would also read that to grammar school children. Tell, teach them about the evils of uh, having breasts one day. Um, put the fire I'm surprised you think open carry will really solve things. Oh, sure. So, dude, I was in, uh, I mean, I was in, I don't really want to say it, but it was Starbucks. Uh Yesterday when you the... ordered your coffee, did you ask for your name to be Merry Christmas? Oh, that's a good one. I should have. I should have asked for my name to be Pumpkin Latte, and then every time they called out a pumpkin latte, I could just go up and grab it. I'm like, sorry, it's my name. Said my name. Uh, no, I was in Starbucks, and uh, I see this couple. Dude is wearing, like, an Argyle sweater and slacks, and, you know, he's, he's with this woman. I see a gun in a holster on his hip. And I walked up to him, I go, dude, are you open carrying a gun? And he was like, I'm a cop. And he showed, he had a badge like on his belt right next to the gun, which I ha- couldn't see, you know. But I was like, I was like, oh, okay, dude, I'm sorry. I was just like, I was freaking out because I was like, dude, this ain't Texas. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want to see that here. He's like, yeah, we don't need that in Oakland. I mean, he was cool about it, but like, I was like, dude dress like a you weren't even wearing like a colombo jacket or anything you just dress like you some dude on vacation <laughs> I, I, I i am really surprised you went up to him and talked i would have just been i'm getting out of here no dude that freak fuck that that freaked me out i mean he's not going to shoot me in the middle of a crowded ass starbucks i wouldn't wearing think. argyle sweater he might that's true i mean if so, it was a cosby he, sweater he nice definitely he was would. cool about it at least he wasn't like an asshole was like i could do what i want yeah no no he was totally cool and and I, I i was like oh sorry man i didn't mean to give you a hard time i was just you know that was that was scary to me yeah Ugh. i don't know on that note why don't we take a quick break because we only have one more song to do and there's only so much bullshit we can talk uh, i don't think there is a limit but yes let's take a break okay we will be right back We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. Okay, we're back. Oh, yeah, we are back. Well, I'm back and you're back. You shouldn't speak for me in case I'm not back. Well, I knew you're back through the psychic bond we share as twins. We're more like the Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger type twins. We're not, we're not, you know, identical twins. Well, are you implying that I look like Danny DeVito? Because I already know you look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thank you. I take that as the highest compliment. 
I do have a gap in my teeth like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you can lift like three tons. That's true. With my butt. Um, wah, wah. Yeah, what else? What else we got going on in the news? Oh, I've been listening to this really neat podcast. I should save it recommendations, but I'll, I'll say it now. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's called Serial. Oh, yeah. It's it's all about like Captain Crunch versus uh, Cocoa Pebbles. It's it's kind of they kind of stole our idea, but it's with cereal. No, this one's about a crime. Oh, no, never heard of it. Oh, hey, that's good. Um, they're doing season two on uh, Pandora. What's Pandora? The jeweler? You haven't heard of him? Oh, the the thing you give to your loved one for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you you know. If you're too cheap to buy him a car for Christmas. I don't know why. Like, every every year since I've been alive that I can remember, they have car commercials at Christmas where, like, somebody buys somebody a car for Christmas. And I'm like, do people buy each other cars for Christmas? I I would think if they did, it would, it would cause some tension in the marriage because they're like, well, I guess if you're rich, it doesn't matter. But if you're middle class, it's like, we can't really afford a car. And this is not the kind of car we can afford. I need a minivan. We have four kids. Yeah. In this economy? We we promised, Pat promised we would never use that line. But I just You've had, already used it. I said I would never use it. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, but if you're rich, like... Who are you buying a car for? You're, is it? It's always like a spouse, right? Yeah. And it's not that impressive to your spouse. It's just like, well, big deal. We have millions of dollars. Yeah, what the hell? Why don't you give me something thoughtful? Thanks a lot. Let's get a divorce. Yeah. I, I, I was about Stuart's wife. Wives. Uh, did you see the interview with Carrie Fisher on Good Morning America? Uh, of course I did not. I do not it's watch. worth seeing. She brought her. Well, I don't watch, but it, somebody linked to it. Was she all drunk and shit? No, I think she's clean and sober, but she brought her dog on and her dog looked like a French bulldog or something like that. And his tongue was stuck out the whole time and he was very bored. (laughs) That's awesome that she brought her dog on. Yeah. And her answers are like snarky and great. Like, like you expect them to be. Exactly. The host said, you lost a lot of weight. And she's like, I find that to be a really stupid question, but not from you, not from you. In general, that conversation is stupid. <laughs> You're so thin. How do you stay so thin? So she just turned the question around on the host. And it was pretty awesome. Have you seen her on, uh, oh, fuck, what's the show? Rob Delaney. Oh, no, I have to, is that on the second season or the first season? It's, I don't think the second season was out in, in uh, Europe when I was over there, but I don't think they've released it on Netflix yet. Okay. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, sorry. It's all the same. That's correct. It's it's really not. Oh, have I've heard that Hulu now has a ad-free option, so I guess they heard my complaints. I guess they heard everybody's complaints, yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, $3 more, no thank you. <laughs> I'll just tune out during the ads. Like I do during the shows for the most part. I have not kept up with all Almost any of the new shows from this season, uh, except for The Grinder. I'm trying to think. Anything else? Nope. That's the only one on my TiVo. Grinder's is stayed pretty consistently funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I do worry about it a little bit that it can wear thin after like a full season, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fred Savage has gotten better on it too. I think he, I thought he was a little shaky that first episode, but. The the father has consistently been funny. Yeah, William Devane. One of the funniest part of the shows. 
so. your old nemesis who now my old nemesis is now a great friend <laughs> it's just it i think one of the things i love about this show is how everyone is is so bought in except for um fred savage's character and the other lawyer who's oh the act- woman yeah from parks and rec yeah yeah, she was in Parks and Rec, and she's been in a few other shows, and she's always really funny. I th- I, this is the show that's gotten her most exposure. I'd like to see her star in something, because I'd like her a lot, whatever her name is. Yeah, we like her so much, we don't even know her name. Uh, Correct. Shoot, what was I going to... I had... Moving Brooklyn Nine-Nine to Tuesdays like idiots. Wait, are they? Yeah. They're moving it away from their one comedy... Ne- well, no, I guess... Wait, so they're moving it to Grinder Night then? I guess so, yeah. So it's going to be Grandfathered, which I don't watch. Grinder, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know what follows Brooklyn Nine Nine, but that means I have because I tape the shows and Flash is on on Tuesday nights and Avengers or not Avengers, Agents of Shield is on. So no, no, Flash is on at eight o'clock. So I Zombie, it's going to be I Zombie versus Brooklyn Nine Nine versus Agents of Shield. I have to get whatever one is on streaming real easy. I I watch the other. Oh, dude, you just got to get a new DVR that can record more than two shows at once live in the future instead of the past yeah i zombie's been good too yeah yeah um shit was like oh yeah so viv asked me if rob lowe was some kind of republican or something i don't know i guess she heard something about him on twitter oh i didn't know that yeah that's really weird it's annoying but he's talented so well is he like is he like a dick republican or is he i think he's been a dick republican like some of his responses i don't know if he's always like that but like he i think it's a gun thing was the latest response right Ugh, i don't know yeah ah that's too bad well yeah let's stay off guns um and get to the next song which is called guns 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 by who uh rod stewart no, I was saying by who? The who? The, the British band from the 60s and 70s? And 80s. And then uh, and then five million uh, final tours after that. No, the next song uh, we're doing is Back Up A Bit Stop uh, by The Wedding Present and Cinerama. And this one, uh, I think The Wedding Present version is closest to the Cinerama version, kind of, just in in uh, up-tempo-ness, if that's a word. Um, but the Cinerama version's like kind of Vegas soul. And the Wedding Present version is, I don't know, indie rock version of Vegas soul. My favorite part about both of the songs is that that line in the song was, uh, how's it go? How does a girl like you become a girl like you? <laughs> I like that. I, yeah, I, man, I don't. I tend to not pay a lot of attention to the Cinerama lyrics because it's always relationship stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does write some good lyrics now and then. Um, but this is probably both versions of these are maybe the catchiest songs of the three. Um, I don't know. The Cinerama version of You're Dead is pretty catchy too. But I like this. I don't know. This one might be my favorite overall of the three. You got any... Anything to say? Anything to add? Uh, no. All right. Well, shit. Here's uh, the last song, Back Up a Bit, Stop, from The Wedding Present and Cinerama. My so-called life is boring Until you exploded into my world And I can 
I'm just looking at the latest Rob Lowe controversy since you brought it up. I don't know if this is the latest, maybe something happened after, but he, he was criticized France for opening their borders. And uh, <laughs> so no, no Rob was, Lowe criti- criticized an entire country. Well, he, he, he criticized uh, what's the France's president Holland. What's his name? Uh, it is, it is uh, Jacques Tati. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Anyways, that wasn't the part that made me laugh. It was the, this article says no one really supported them aside from former Happy Days Happy Days star Scott Bayo who who tweeted Bravo Rob Lowe Bravo I'm with you hashtag close our borders hashtag pray for Paris. Wow. <laughs> Scott Bayo. Scott Bayo and Rob Lowe. There's a sitcom waiting to happen. Perfect strangers. That would be funny to have like. An actual funny sitcom about Republicans with those two? Well, I guess we don't really need Scott Bayo. There's Wait, be... what, a funny show about Republicans? Like, how would it be? Would it be making fun of Republicans or Republicans making fun of? Well, no, you just let Republicans make fun of themselves. But okay. I, I don't think you have to be mocking about it. You just like show their actual beliefs, and make okay. it a sitcom. But uh, yeah, we don't need Scott Bayo. You know, you can get Patricia Heaton. I guess she's a Republican too. So. Which one's Patricia Heaton? She's from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond and the Middle. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, which I, maybe she does, but I haven't seen her go crazy like the other Republicans. No, I don't know if she has either. She's she's a little more less strident. Strident, yeah. Oh, we're done the music thing. We can talk about whatever we want. That's right. Any looking forward to any movies coming soon? It is Oscar season. It is Oscar season. Nothing has like looked great to me this year, really. Oh, um, Trumbo looks good to me. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, but I like that's not one I feel like you have to see in the theaters. That's a good point. I don't think Oscar movies in general need to. No, see. that's true. I'm looking forward to Joy. I think it's called the the. Oh yeah, I don't know really what that's about. I don't either, but the commercial may look fun, so I will see that. Uh, who else does? Is there anybody? Uh, any other big people haven't have an Oscar movie coming out? Spiel, does Spielberg have anything? I usually don't like his. No, I don't like his either. Uh, he just did one, right? He did the Tom Hanks one, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, that's Kwai. Spy. Yeah. Yeah. The Bridge on the River Spy. Bridge on the River Spy, yes. Uh, I didn't see that. No, me either. Oh, Spotlight looks like it might be good, but what, again... Wait, what is Spotlight? That's the Boston uh, reporters who exposed the Vatican. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Buffalo, Michael Keaton, other people. Probably that chick from Parks and Rec whose name we don't know. Uh, probably. She's I mean, the grinder. Oh, yeah, probably uh, Neil Tennant from the Pet Shop Boys, too. Yeah, he's in everything now. Um... Yeah, no, I I know I haven't. Maybe I just haven't been paying attention either. Nothing has stood out to me this year, like Boyhood did last year. Um, well, yeah, Boyhood's something that's once in a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I really liked. It's weird. Like probably two of the best movies I saw this year were Mad Max and uh, John Wick. So. Well, John Wick. That was um, on video, right? What I was I saw it streaming yeah 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 but because that's an older movie is what I'm saying oh yeah it could have been last year I know I don't yeah. even know um, but Mad Max was good Mad Max deserves all the praise it's getting I won't it won't get Oscar no best picture well it, it might I don't know about sometimes, best picture it might I mean it might get oh, like I I say best picture because sometimes they they'll throw a movie that doesn't have a chance in there since they are allowed to nominate ten now yeah that's true. It might get some like effects or um, cinematography or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. I get, I can't keep up. Like, I'll just wait till we get our screeners from our secret friend, and uh, who's actually not David Schneider, our our film buddy. Weird. I've never gotten any screeners. Oh, from that secret friend, yeah. Yeah, she's been on the show. She has. She's refused to come on lately. Well, because we haven't really asked. Yeah. Or had a good idea for her. Or talk to her. Uh, Creed. I want to see Creed. Do you? Yeah, it's getting good reviews. Did you see the last one? No, I I don't want to see it because of the Rocky movie. I don't really like the Rocky movies aside from the first one, even though it has a Philadelphia connection. But it's getting good reviews as a movie, not just as a Rocky movie. Dude, I saw one of those when I was in Europe, you know, just watching TV late at night. One of those Expendables movies? <laughs> yeah, that's... It was fucking ridiculous. I, it might have been the first one, I don't know. But it was uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Sylvester Stallone talking to each other. And I couldn't tell if it was in French or English. Like, it was. It might as well have been two babies sitting in their pens. Pens, right? That's what we keep babies in, pens? Well, we uh, should. Yeah. Sitting in their pens, just babbling at each other. I couldn't tell what the hell was going on. 
Uh, one of them was a bad guy. I think it was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ugh. I actually watched... They they seem to love the Fast and Furious movies over there in Europe. Or or they're just free on TV over there. I guess I can see why you want to move there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Good Dinosaur. I want to see that. Good Dinosaur? Pixar movie. Oh, of course it is. Wait, well, yeah, yeah, I still haven't seen... Uh... The last one. Your loss, Inside Out, was great. Amy Poehler is awesome. Of course. Chirac, maybe that's good. I haven't seen a Spike Lee movie in Chirac. ages. Chirac, Chirac. Chirac, yeah. Chirac sounds like Shira she- in. Well, isn't that how you say Chicago? So Chirac. You say Chicago, like Don't most people. Wait, oh, you're saying sheetrock. Chicago, she town. Shy town, Chicago. I don't know she, why it's Shy Town. The, the CD with broad shoulders. Oh yeah, the uh, Meat Packer to the World. Really I cool. aimed for their heart and I hit their stomach. It's a quote from Hunger Games. Don't you don't have to tell me something's a quote from the Hunger Games, dude. I'm fully aware of all Hunger Game quotes. I think I am the acknowledged master of Hunger Game quotes as much as Stephen Colbert is of Lord of the Rings. My, my mastery much cooler, I have to say. And much more present. Yeah, much more current. That's what I think he meant to say. I meant present. Like Yours is a present to the world and his is just whatever. Yeah, his is just uh, showing off. Anyway, um, should we move on to... Recommendations, Asians, 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 Sure. Do you have one? Yeah. Uh, sorry, but na- now I just forgot the author's name. i got to turn on my stupid uh, Kindle. It is... Oh, okay. So, uh, Karen Russell, author. Swamplandia. It's short stories. Weird shit. She's pretty cool. Um, that's, like, the most memorable of the stuff I've been reading lately has been Karen Russell, so I like it's that. It's a it's a collection of short stories? That's right. Oh. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, you should check it out and and it's very, you know, it's very like surreal stuff, so I always am into that. Um Oh my god, I'm reading the the write up and I don't know how you can say this without telling us that it's based at a gator wrestling farm in the Florida Everglades. Now I need to read it. Oh damn it. Yeah, this one is not I'm sorry, this one is not the short stories. Um, the Girl in the Flammable Shirt by Amy Bender is the short stories, which I am also reading concurrently. Sorry, i got to mix them. You know what? Read them both. I, I'll recommend them both. Well, Swamplandia sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're both good. Um, yeah, that's those are my recommendations. Damn it. I'm glad you uh, picked up on that so we didn't get corrected a million times about how Swamplandia is not a collection of short stories. Go fuck yourselves. I haven't said it in a while, but uh, listeners, please. In the spirit of the season. So do it festively with a red hat. Red hat, some mistletoe hanging off the red hat, and uh, just fuck the shit out of yourselves. I was told a story about, um, there's a, a, a card game that's mostly popular with Asian teenagers, but apparently also, uh, what is it called? J- J- I forget the name of it. But anyway, you know the kind of game I'm talking Yu-Gi-Oh about. Yu-Gi-Oh type game? Yu-Gi-Oh, kind of that's yeah. what it is. And Yu-Gi-Oh, there's a, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, I don't know how you say it, but there's a card shop or comic book 
slash game shop in West Philadelphia and growing up raised exactly was there and she was just looking at the other stuff she isn't Yu-Gi-Oh what while she was there first of all she was surprised to find out that pretty much everyone there was middle-aged black men who love Yu-Gi-Oh and they were playing and they were really into it and they got so into it that they got into a fight where there were one guy accused another guy of stealing his Yu-Gi-Oh card and it was pretty bad the table flipped over and the cops came and when the cops came they found one of the guys they they let pretty much everyone go because it was it was just a little fight. Just they just broke it up. But one guy they arrested and brought in because he had robbed the store next door ten minutes before or not ten minutes before, but before they came. That they had a lookout for him. Damn, so. dummy. You don't go right next door after you commit a robbery. Everybody or do knows you? that. Well, you do, but then you don't get into a fight about Yu Gi Oh exactly. cards. Now see, if that had been a mass shooting, that's something I can get behind. I mean, that's some serious uh that's some serious justification for shooting. You steal somebody's Yu-Gi-Oh card. Those things are priceless if you get the right one. I guess he did. Yeah. Oh, well, he's serving time for it now. In the big house. Wait, so that's your recommendation? No, that's just a story brought up by something you said. Oh. Oh, you said Red Cap. I think that's the name of the store. It's Red something. My recommendation, I think, I'll say Superstore, which is good and you should watch it, but also the Peanuts movie. Oh, really? The Peanuts movie? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. it's much. When I saw the trailer a year ago, I was very apprehensive, and I thought it would totally suck and would be a sellout, like every, pretty much everything that came after the Christmas special. I mean, everything that came after Charles Schultz being alive. But this was really good, and I guess the son was involved, and the grandson was involved in writing it and putting it together. So they, they respected the original material, and they, they did good references, and it was funny on its own, and it was pretty current and i think it would be enjoyable by fans of the peanuts from all ages it wasn't quite as cynical as it should have been especially the ending but it had enough cynicism in it that it it worked so yeah that's my recommendation did they play the linus and lucy theme yes and that was one of the things you had to have in it of course you have to did they do dancing yes okay all right well i'm on board then and it's the 3D computer animation, right. so you're a little disappointed by that. But when he has like flashback, not flashbacks, when he has memories and thoughts of what happened, it's all done in in the old school. The old and oh, that's cool. So it's really neat. And the they have some Snoopy and Woodstock stuff, which kind of drags, but it's still fun. Wait, Snoopy and Woodstock stock stuff drags? That's usually the high point. I don't think I never liked the like the flying ace and all that kind of thing. Oh yeah, no, that, not that shit, not the Red Baron stuff. No, I didn't. I didn't like that on the comic strips, and I didn't especially care for it in the movie. But people like it; it's in there. Does Spike it, show up? No, there's that, a, almost all the human characters are there, but none of the other Snoopy characters, like the big fat Snoop. Yeah, isn't there either. yeah, Hans or whatever his name was. I can't, it was like some <laughs> German name. I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> yeah, Spike always like tripped me out because he looked super anorexic and he had that like really weird mustache. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that Fu Manchu mustache. Yeah, I didn't get him. He was always trying to go get to needles, right? Like, oh, weird. was he stuck in the desert? I forget. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was pretty sure it was Arizona. Yeah, maybe he was stuck. But yeah, in it was needles. good, and they they had all the a lot of the jokes from the the comic strip were in there, and a lot of the the character they pretty much put every character from the schools in there, so that was fun to just see them all walk by. It's kind, it kind of felt like they didn't think they were going to get another movie, so let's throw everything at this that we can. And I, I respect that. I liked it. When are they going to do the BC movie? That's what I want to know. 
We already did. It starred uh, Ringo Starr. Oh, yeah, that's true. Raquel Welch. Did, uh, is the BC the dude that's all uh, crazy? Well, he's dead, but yeah, he was, he was oh, okay. somehow using cavemen for to be super evangelical Christians by the end. But back when we were kids reading it, it had none of that. It was, No, it, it, it was eventual. I mean, I think he just got more and more Christian as he got older and started putting it into his strip. Yeah, well, that's what happens to you when you get older. There was a Raquel Welch story in io9. I think it was something. Oh, the episode of Mork and Mindy she was on, and how she had all these rules of, <laughs> of how, how well how she could look better. She didn't want the other sexy people to upstage her. They kind of made fun of that, and yeah, those other sexy people like Robin Williams and Jonathan. No, Lewis. they had they had Playboy playmates. There, oh, I see. Um, they kind of made fun of that in the Seinfeld. Wait, sorry, what? Good job calling Pam Dalber not sexy. Uh, you notice I didn't mention Pam Dauber. Good I job calling Conrad Janis not sexy. Okay, you got me there. Conrad Janis was one sexy uh, music store owner. I mean, as music store owners go, classical music store owners. Uh, well, they kind of made fun of that in the in the Seinfeld episode about Raquel Welch, about how difficult she was. And oh, right. She, and she, but she was in it too, right? Yeah, she was in it. She wouldn't swing her arm. She got into a fight with Elaine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, this was fun. Yes, I hope it was fun for everyone who listened, except for you. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't fun for them. You can always hope. Keep hope alive, as uh, the great Ronald Reagan once said. But, yeah, it, I, it we've talked fun. about before that, but there was an Eddie Murphy uh, primetime special one time, and they had the Keep Hope Alive skit, which I always laugh about where Eddie Murphy plays Jesse Jackson in the year 2025, and there's a frozen Bob Hope, and that's his his campaign slogan is keep hope alive, and he's just trying to keep Bob Hope alive. That's so fucking stupid, dude. I would like it. <laughs> uh, hey, wait. Before we go, what is this Bill Murray Christmas thing on Netflix? I don't know. It's just I'm like, scared to watch it, dude. I'm scared to watch that, and I'm scared to watch the... Uh, what's the guy from... 30, third Rock from the Sun. He has some kind of variety show on Netflix that I, I like him, but... Wait, Lithgow? No, no, the young guy who's a big... French Stewart? Oh, <laughs> oh, no, what's his name? Oh, I know who you mean. Uh, uh, Jogolev. <laughs> yeah, yeah John, 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 what is his name? Josh Gordon-Levitt? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. <laughs> French Stewart, I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he's gonna be. He's more likely to be on one of those like celebrity rehab shows, I think. <laughs> but there's, yeah, the, there's a Netflix show on that's a variety show that I have no idea what it is, but and I like him a lot. But I'm scared. And it's just like the Bill Murray thing. I'm scared to watch it. Yeah. Oh, so if anybody's seen the Bill Murray thing or the Joe Lev thing, and immediately and, email us. Yes, please email us and let us know if if we should continue to be scared to watch these because I don't think I can pull a trigger on my own. Without some prompting from somebody I trust. Uh, all right, uh, I guess that'll do it. You want to do whatever it is you do. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes. Um, and most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Yeah, it is the holiday season. Whatever holiday you celebrate, let's not kid ourselves. We all celebrate the same stupid holiday. Um, Kwanzaa. Uh huh. Such a stupid holiday. And Hallmark holiday. <laughs> it was manufactured. Anyway, 
Uh, it's a holiday season, so yeah, give your. Give what your does that mean? I'll make a Hallmark holiday. Well, I think like, that's like Valentine's Day is like the ultimate Hallmark holiday. It's just a holiday to fucking sell cards and flowers and. Are there uh, other holidays that exist that are just natural formations that just appeared? Well, I mean, I think Christmas has been celebrated. Uh, there's an actual reason for. It. I mean, Valentine's Day is you know ostensibly about love or whatever, but it's really, I mean, that's the kind of thing where you can't manufacture sentiment like that. I don't think. And, and have it be genuine in any way. Um, if you're, if like you feel forced to go on dates or whatever on that well, certain tell day. Tell that to my bite me heart that I just bought for Valentine's day. Cause I'm so ready. Oh, I you might got... be singing you on Valentine's day. You might be singing. I'll be in California. Oh, singing yeah. you. Cause I'll be in California for Valentine's uh, day. Can you tell me what fucking dates you're going to be here by the way? Do I have to say it so everyone can hear? February 6th to February 20th. Now everyone can stalk me. Oh, two weeks. So do you need a place to stay when you're up here? I was supposed to ask you that, too. What do you mean you're supposed to ask me? Well, Viv made me. I wasn't going <laughs> to. I, I, I guess if, if you had room, I'd stay there. Yeah. I, I have I'm, a I'm, couch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay. It'll be fun. Damn. All right. Uh, <laughs> or I can also find a Motel 6. No, let's not have you do that in Oakland. Uh, yeah, no, you could say okay. That's especially where I want to stay in Oakland. Sixth through the twentieth. Yeah, okay, good. Well, then you don't now... need to stay at your place for the entire time. I want to make that clear. No, I know that. I I understand One... your schedule. Thanks for the uh, invite to the Magic Place too. By the way, I haven't, I haven't settled that yet. I guess I, I have to get I'm that. thinking of coming down to L.A. when you're down there. So yeah, I know you tried to demand an invite to the Magic Castle. Yeah, see some NPH. He won't be there, but we'll see. He's his always there. We'll see his ghost. Is that what you say? His picture oh. and his ghost, his live ghost. That'd be pretty neat if you could, like, before you died, you could send your ghost out. Oh, I would love it, dude. I mean, when you're sleeping, I would just yeah, I would just spy on people naked, you know. But wait, you would spy on people while you are naked, or you would spy on people when they are naked? While I was naked, what good does it do me to see them naked? <laughs> What could this do you to spy on them when you're naked? Well, when else can I go hang out naked anywhere? There's plenty of bathhouses all over the world. There is uh, nude beaches all over the world. They, they all cost like money. Chicago. Well, how do you say it? Chicago. Chicago. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.